This episode of Sorry Right Number is sponsored by Yummy Yeti. That's Y-U-M-M-I-Y-E-T-T-I. If you're a snack fiend and you love snacks, check out YummyYeti.com. Snack locally. Damon. And I'm Audra, I think. I think I am. Yes, yeah, I, I think am. so. I, I, I was think last so. time. You look like her. Yep. <laughs> well, you don't know. I could be a shape-shifting alien. Yeah, well. Wouldn't be the first time. Mm. And we are sorry right number. <laughs> Tonight's episode, um, episode 16, season 2, February 2nd, 1986, Printer's Devil. Devil. All right, um, we'll do a quick synopsis and then we'll get into it. A desperate, frustrated writer and auteur is convinced by a shady, oversized producer to use animal sacrifices to become successful. Things don't go as planned. All right, well, I'm going to start off with this episode. I, um, it's one of the few times... I'm just watching it. I'm not critiquing it. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching it. Mm-hmm. And so he's an out-of-work uh, writer. He's not getting paid by like he should, you know, a couple deals he's done writing for. And he's down on his luck, literally telling them, telling agents that, uh, you haven't paid me, I haven't eaten in two days. And... Uh, Publishers he, won't. Yeah, they won't pay him. Accept his manuscript unless he. Yes, and it's. It is. He says it in the movie on the sh- episode, and it's one of those things that it's like true about like, well, at least what you're trying to get in. It used to be, about like getting in the movies. You can't. He couldn't get. He couldn't get an agent unless he. Got a, or he couldn't get something. He lo- couldn't get an agent unless he got a publisher. He couldn't get a publisher unless he had an agent. There we go. Thank you. It's just like when I tried to move to Australia. I couldn't get a work visa unless I had a job. I couldn't get a job unless I had a work visa. So. So it is what it is. So he, he, I forget how he gets the information. On the radio. Oh, that's right. This guy on the radio says, uh, yeah, I just, I still don't give a shit about these episodes anymore. I can tell. Uh, But, um. He gets into, um, he goes to this place that's going to like, you know, He's guaranteed he's going to make you a writer. A writer, yeah. You don't have to have talent. He's going to get you published no matter what you do. He guarantees Mm -hmm. it. 
and in doing so, he goes there. He gets chosen. And it's where there's people waiting, but the woman that comes out, she just kind of like picks who she wants to take yep. in. And, and she, she's all like punk rock Madonna. Yeah, she likes his look, so she brings him in. And uh, the guy pretty much, he's just like immensely fat. I mean, he's already a fat guy. I think they added stuff oh, to, yeah. him to make him even insanely bigger. But um, He's like Baron Harkonnen big. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what came to mind yeah. when I saw him. Um, it's funny you say that. Um, so he tells the guy that there's really nothing to do with talent. Very little to do with talent. It's all about magic. And agents are basically the good ones. Mm-hmm. Do some kind of magic to make their clients' stuff sell. And they just have to do a sacrifice. And um, and it starts small. Which is like a good concept. And at first it's like these small animals. And then, uh, but the guy, he doesn't know when he'll get a phone call. So it's like, I need you to sacrifice something. Kill, kill this animal. I need you to kill like a parakeet by five o'clock. Mm-hmm. And we can, this deal can happen as that kind of a thing. So you fast forward, the guy's already a successful uh, he's writer. dating and he's dating uh, someone who works in the publishing field. Yeah, and uh, his house is like a zoo because he he needs to be able to get an animal, which I thought was stupid. If you're doing that well, you just have a you, place. You to keep have them. a place to keep them. You wouldn't be just stacking up crates in your house. Of a, of a, and there's a freaking lion cub running around his yeah, living room. Yeah, just freely. Freely. It was just stupid. As much as I went, look at a kitty! Yeah, and it was I, just yeah, dumb. I, I don't know why it did. Because it, it was like, oh, this is like an interesting story. It may not all the way suck, but then they had to throw some sucky shit in it. It's almost like they couldn't wait to, to disappoint you. Yeah. And uh, so she's complaining. It's like, I'm tired of living like this. And she's a good, legit beef. She's not being... Uh, Those animals had to uh, smell bad. Uh, yeah, that place probably smelled like a zoo. I mean, it wasn't like she was, was being unreasonable. She was like... They're everywhere. And, and it's not, yeah. Right. And, and it wasn't just like you had a hamster and a couple of cats and a dog. There was a fox. Like I said, the lion. And then it, the goat. woman brings over a, a, a baby cub. A yeah, bear, a bear cub. Yeah. Bear cub. So it was like on a leash, not like in a crate. So it was mm-hmm. just like, he's, she's like, enough. I got to get out of this. So he he's also had enough because she's out of his life if he continues this. So he goes and tells the 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 agent aka voodoo god or priest or whatever he is it's like he's he was not using yeah he because he already he was using sympathetic magic but he was uh well i don't think they gave that much thought to it he was that's they, what that's called what he was doing well, yeah but called. he kept calling it voodoo he, so. he kept calling it yeah well and, and he had a doll that he you know because he was showing how because when he initially told this guy that it was magic that made people famous he didn't believe him so he had he called had him give him the name of someone that owes him money it was that publisher that didn't pay him and the publisher knew the guy that he was talking to and he you know just performed like sticking pins in the doll with the mm-hmm. cloth of the guy the handkerchief that the guy had left behind or they acquired well they stole this just guy's to pro- tie yeah just to show but well, yeah, yeah but He's torturing the guy that owes him money right. to prove to him that it works. Yeah. And in doing so, they acquired his tie, you know, just to have something over him later. Because if you don't think about it, you, you know, they don't mention it again until later. But you know it's a MacGuffin. 
Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so he decides, so when he decides to leave, you know, uh, the agent guy is going to give him the biggest deal yet, a seven-figure deal with, you know, with uh, movie rights and, uh, you know, all this, the bells and whistles, but he's like, I'm out, I'm leaving. So, of course, the guy, you fast forward, what was it? It wasn't long. It was like a couple months later or something like that. Yeah, they're selling everything they own. Yeah, they're selling everything they own because she lost her job. He can't, and he doesn't have a magic backing him up, so he's uh, kind of back to square one. Can't sell an article. Yeah, he can't do anything. And so finally she's like, "Why why don't you just call him and swallow your pride and call him and get something going. And he had given the guy a, a, a script that he couldn't do anything with early because he was like, yeah, I'll take your script, but I want you to write this. I want you to write that. He was just like a hired gun. And it's like, you know, we have we have that old script. We can revise it, and but it's going to be a big one. You know, you got a, a big sacrifice you're going to have to make. And so he's telling his girlfriend that uh, they gotta, they're going to be okay. He's got a big deal on the horizon. And mm-hmm. as he's kissing her, he raises the knife because she's very sacrifice. slowly, and they zoom pan in on it. Very, and that's something what that this show does, not just this particular episode, but the show does. They do the freeze frame, mm-hmm. but they don't freeze the film. They just no. have the actors pause, pause, and it always just feels so lame. ridiculous. It just feels super lame when you see it. That's like old. That's like an old TV thing. Yeah, you don't. No one. That was like an old Twilight. It was an old TV thing when they were doing it. Yeah, and then there was probably a callback to those older shows like Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, Hitchcock. Yeah, but it just comes across as dated and just silly. Anyway, so she was the big sacrifice. This story could have been. It had potential. It had potential to be not shitty. But they had to throw in their shitty, stupid things in there to make it not good. I mean, the actor, the actor, what, damn it, he was on Magnum P.I., it was one of Magnum's buddies. Um, God, the one that worked for the resort. Oh, um. I mean, not TJ, not T, was it TJ was the guy that flew the helicopter, and the other one was Bobby? He was, uh, God, what was his character? He had some, like. Just he was Orville. Gen- uh, Orville? Oh no, I'm sorry. He was Larry. Larry, Larry Magnetti. Yeah, that was it. I was gonna say that he had some just vanilla name. Yeah, Larry Magnetti. Yeah, he was a Magna PI. That's right. So he wasn't a bad actor. Guy, he was on this show when he was still doing Magna PI. Yeah. It's crazy. Um. So, I don't know, it wasn't a good, it wasn't great, but it was better than a lot of these we've been watching. It actually tried to add some kind of horror element or dark element, so. Even if that was, even if it was the down burnout of the satanic panic type. Yeah, it was silly, but it, 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 unlike a lot of these, it seemed to try, you know, to be a little better than normal, so. I don't know. It was still not great, but it was better than a lot of the ones I've seen over the last few weeks. Um, what was going on this day, February 2nd, 1986? Well, ooh, a little big movie week. 
No? Uh, well, two of their, uh, well, Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a great football movie. Mm -hmm. I own that movie. It's the only Goldie Hawn movie I own. I was going to say, I'm surprised to hear <laughs> you own that. Well, Private Benjamin, I would believe, but that one? Okay. No, Wildcats it's is It's a good movie. Alley. It's a good yeah. comedy, you know. It was for the time. Also the debut of Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. Oh, mm, true. Their first movie. Those guys worked together in this movie. They won't work again for another five years. When they, they're six years when they do uh, White Man Can't Jump. Oh, God. By then, they're already names. Right. Um, Delta Force. That Don't, was a big the, movie back then. That was popular. Canon Films. The defunct Canon Films. And another really big movie uh, for both actors, uh, uh, Mickey Rourke and um, Kim Basinger, Nine and a Half Weeks. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah I didn't, I've seen it. I... It's it's a chick flick. Yeah, yeah, it is totally, you know, what it is supposed to be like steamy sexy. I hate this movie. This movie, I saw the movie when initially when it first came out on video, so mm -hmm. that like later That's when that I year, saw it like when it first came out on video, maybe yeah. Like a year later. Um it made me realize I don't like my sex mixed up with food. It's just disgusting to me. It's There's not, a big scene. It's a good they, way to get an infection. It's a big. It's a big thing in this movie where they. Oh yeah. They, She's laying on the kitchen floor and, and he's pulling shit out of the fridge and. and yeah. Yeah. It's just disgusting. When and that mix, was a big deal. That video. That oh, it was scene. Well that shot scene. At the time it was very 80s. The way it was mm -hmm. shot. You know, and, and a lot of shows and other rom coms like imitated the shooting style of this. Mm -hmm. Everyone's sweaty all the time, mm -hmm. close clinging to them. It was just, it was so 80s. It, that was such an 80s trope. Well, they're close, they were sweaty all the time because they were doing a lot of cocaine. Because well, no, cocaine's not... a hell of a drug. <laughs> this was the 80s. No, Rick this... James was doing it, you know they were doing it. Well, this wasn't about coke. Was, I know, but I'm like, that's they why they were sweaty. No, they were sweaty because they were supposed to look hot and kind of like steamy. steamy and you know, it was just, a lot of the sexy tropes from the 80s were all in, incumbent, you know, embodied in this movie in nine and a half weeks. It was like that. I remember my mom liking this movie, but you watch it now, it's just so, so, so dated. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. um. Well, but Mickey Rourke was cute. He was a cutie pie back then. Yeah. And then, yeah. And he, Boxing and he, bad he, plastic surgery. Until he wasn't. He got addicted to plastic surgery. Yep. Just fucking his face up even more. And then boxing, which fucks up your face. Well, the boxing yeah. came first. Yep. Then the plastic surgery started. Because the plastic yeah. surgery started after he was done with boxing. And tried to go back into acting. Because he mm. left acting to box. Mm -hmm. And then he even says it in his book. You know, he's got addicted to it. And he just kept changing. So it's like the first time was just to fix a broken nose that was permanently torque kind of like michael jackson you know it was a nose job mm -hmm. and if he stopped at the nose job it would have been fine no but, he, but by the end of did, it he looked like freddy krueger yeah because he just kept doing over more and more it just wouldn't stop mickey works the same thing look at him now he looks like an old woman in the face an old buff <laughs> an, woman an angry buff old woman <laughs> yeah well, Steven Tyler doesn't look much better, so... Steven Tyler looks like an old woman. Yeah, he's I mean, a skinny old woman. Skinny yeah. old woman, yeah. Looks terrible. Um, songs for... Uh, 
excuse me, songs for the week. Not much has changed. Uh, top five in the UK. Bronski beat Dire Straits, Whitney Houston, AHA, Pep Shop Boys. In that order. That was last week and the week before. In the US, uh, Dion is still holding number one. Survivors number two at Burning Heart. Wham went from number five to number three with I'm Your Man. Stevie Nicks is holding strong on number four. Talk to me and Lionel Richie say you say me is number five. Yeah. Um, I tried to look up, like, just to change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Anything, any events that happened this week? Nothing really of note that we would care to talk about. Um, the Ritz in New, New York City closed after 13 performances. That's not really Oscar worthy. No, that's not really noteworthy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, we we were. Oh, here's something. Uh, one of Australia's worst crimes, the and and uh, Anita Cobby murder, happened that week. I don't know anything about the Anita Cobby murder. I have to look that up. I'll have to look it up too. I'm I'm trying to remember because I've seen some some true crime from both Australia and Canada, noting that their police, the way their police talk to people. Versus how our police talk to people. Well, we're the worst. Yeah. Well, Well, they're pretty direct and like say shit that like they were able to kind of was it what things that we would call entrapment. Oh yeah. They were that's they're that's like they're able to do. Oh. You know so or at least were when these murders took place you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah. well, we were still embroiled in believing that you know we were gonna they were gonna bomb the living bejesus out of us at any given moment. So oh, that's, yeah, that's that was high you know, of the Cold War. Height of the Cold War. But yeah, it doesn't change the fact that this episode was not good. Better no. than most, but still not, not that great. I'm really curious when we get to um, the episode. Sorry, right number where it is and the reason. The name of our show is Sorry Right Number is because it was you know, the most one of the most popular episodes of the series. I'm really curious as to what it is. I can't wait to see it because if it's the best, maybe, maybe it'll be actually a good episode. <laughs> Who knows? Our track record with finding a really maybe good it has Tom Cruise in it. <laughs> I don't think he's ever been on. I know. Show. I'm just kidding. All right, folks. Now we're just wishful thinking about hopefully having a better experience with this. Well, it wouldn't be better for me if it had Tom Cruise in it. I don't like him. Well, in any case, yeah. We'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>